Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. In the meantime, this is the week of the Hajj, when millions of Muslims from around the world arrive in the holy city of Mecca in Saudi Arabia. It's something that all Muslims aspire to do at least once. The Imam of the Galway Mosque, Ibrahim Noonan, did it back in 2012 and hopes to go back again next year. Ibrahim, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Moncrief. How are you? Not too bad. No, the, 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 I, I suppose what often strikes people uh, is the, from the photographs is the sheer amount of people that's packed into these tiny places. When you were there, about how many people were there? Uh, as far as I remember, that year there was uh, four to five million people there on that week, the same week I was there. Okay, and, and when people go, how long w- would they tend to go for? Um, you need at least 12 days minimum uh, to kind of complete everything from, from the actual Hajj itself. And then if you want to visit Medina and other places, um, then you, you would need at least 12 days. So I'd say you, 12 days would be the, would be the normal rate, uh, normal time someone would spend there. Right. OK. And, and so the, if like the, the, bare, the, the bare minimum, if you like, the, the, uh, what does that consist of? What places would one visit? Well, I mean, most people would uh, either go to Medina, uh, which is um, not far from Mecca itself. It's maybe about 50 to 100 kilometers away. And uh, that's where the Prophet, peace be upon him, is buried. And that's where he moved to, where he lived the last of his years uh, and of his life there. So that's a very holy place for Muslims. So we would go there to see the, the Muslim Nabu, the, the, the Mosque of the Prophet. We would go there first, spend um, maybe three to four or five days there, maybe three three days at least. And then we would start heading down to Mecca. Um, and you will, en route, you will stop at various places uh, where he would have gone to, uh, where mosques would have been built in his remembrance. So we would go there and then eventually we would end up in Mecca. And then you would spend one or two days there preparing to do the actual Hajj itself. And then you would start the first day of your Hajj actually doing the procession around the mosque, um, the, the kind of Kaaba, which is uh, anti-clockwise, and you would start there. And then you would move on over the next two, three days to uh, to uh, various places like Mazafaza uh, and also then the, the perform Arafat, where, where, where the Mount Arafat is. And then, you know, you go through the rest of the whole uh, pilgrimage rituals of stoning the the symbolically Satan. And then you would end up going back down to Mecca and completing your um, your, your Hajj. It's, it's, it's much more detailed than that, but that's a summary of it. Yeah. Even that, Ibrahim, is, uh, that's quite a lot. The, and would uh, yeah. people tend to do all those things in the same sequence? By, you know, which I mean when you were there, was it you and five million other people try, uh, trying to do this? Yes, we would all be doing it in the in the same sequence. You might get people taking would start one day before others and others will start a day afterwards. It's pretty controlled. I mean, the 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 Saudi authorities um, do. I mean, I mean, they, I mean, in this case, they do a marvelous job of looking after all the people who are performing dodge. They make sure. All their comfort is there and safety, etc., is there. Yeah, because the, the, the infrastructure to, to, to ferry five million people around, uh, that, that must be quite extensive, really, to, to keep everyone safe and to, you know, and to keep everyone moving. Of course. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's incredible. Now, I was there in 2012. And since 2012, they have upgraded everything to now before you'd have to get onto buses or some people would actually walk 
the whole thing. Um, uh, uh, now they have a train system, a rail system. Uh, you could say like a, like a tram system moving from place to place now it's, it's it's much easier for people than when i did it yeah now the, now it's uh, and say that the kaaba you mentioned that 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 you know there are a huge amount of people walking around that anti-clockwise um and i assume everyone's praying that like that, that must be incredibly squashed it is i mean it is it is a moment where you have to uh be of course you're being god conscious you're being you're, you're being aware of the purpose you're there for which is to is to recognize the oneness of almighty god and to uh to to declare to him that you're here on obedience to him fulfilling uh that one hajj and uh, at the same time you have to be aware of the volume of people around you and um, because if one person trips one person falls or if there's a stampede then you will be caught up in that, and and everyone is everyone does try, and everyone is conscious as well. But you can be over it can be overpowering, especially for very elderly people. Um, the volume, even even they're going, even though even though they're going at a very slow pace, the, but the weight of the volume of people can push you over. Yes, uh, who mightn't even be who mightn't even intend to do it because there's people behind them and people behind them. So there's kind exactly. of exactly. Uh, there can be a knock-on effect, as I understand. Part of it, though, can be uh, that that when when you when people visit Mina, it's that's kind of outside, that's under the stars or intense anyway. Yes, I mean that is that is um, um, yeah that is known as mazalfala, um, uh, which is uh, when you sleep when you sleep in the open. And um, for me, that was I mean the whole the whole hut for me was very memorable. But for me, that was a an amazing. Uh, experience because um i mean you're talking at one at every at, at one at you know at least a million to maybe even to two million people may be sleeping on the same night you're sleeping there Christ. all in the one place and there's literally no space it, it's about getting your own space quickly and settling down for the night and you could be just li- literally surrounded by in your in your immediate uh, vicinity surrounded by like five six thousand people you don't even know so it's um it's quite an experience yeah. it is it's, an, it's a remarkable experience i imagine there's a lot of queuing yes especially for the bathrooms um i i had an incident i don't know if i have time to tell you this but i have an incident that uh uh which i was happy to help at that time there was a huge queue i mean i'm talking um at least three to four five hundred people long and there was a young lady who was with her elderly father, and he must have been 90 years old. And I was up, I was number two in the queue. And um, I could hear this poor young lady asking people if they mind if she would go ahead and bring her father to to the bathroom because uh, there was a long queue. And everybody, unfortunately, was not being very helpful as they should have been. But I, being me, I left my space, walked the whole way down, took her and her father to the front. And I turned around to everyone and said, look, this is the Hajj. This is about having empathy and love for each other. This is an elderly man. You know, the son of the prophet was to, to, to help the elderly. So I told them all that allow this man to go to the bathroom first. And then and then they eventually all agreed. Yeah. And then she was very grateful to me. Yeah. The, the, uh, but, uh, uh, and that's big. And part of the that puts in my mind that you're queuing for a couple of hours to get to the loo. I assume you have to drink an awful lot of water. At the moment, it's 46 degrees in Saudi Arabia. 
That must be yes. unbearable. Yes, for me, it was literally, without exaggeration, 20 litres of water throughout every day or more, maybe even. You had to carry one, two bottles of water with you all, litre, two litres with you all the time, um, especially for those of us who are not used to that heat. Yeah. Um, um, I remember one particular night, uh, the hotel we were staying in when we first arrived in, in Medina, um, uh, someone decided to turn the, 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 the what you call it, the air conditioning off. And when I when when they woke up and saw me, some of these people were used, some of them were used to it. I was literally like I had taken a shower. <laughs> so <laughs> it's quite yeah. You'd have to be very careful with your water there. You have to drink, drink, drink. And is it is it difficult to find a place to stay? No, no, it's not. Um, especially if you if you are going through a group and through a or a registered or um, you know agency. They, they, they pretty much find you the places. Um, it's very expensive, unfortunately, for anyone to do it. And uh, but, but if you do get a good place, they look after you well. And, uh, you know, it's, it's quite relaxed in that way. Yeah, uh, there, there is. I mean, it is amazing. It is absolutely amazing uh, to see the, 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 the facilities and the accommodation they have for everyone, including in Arafat. Uh, there is a huge hospital built there. Uh, because most people will spend two, three days there. And, uh, uh, you know, the hospital is there in case anything goes wrong. And it is, I mean, I have to give it, the facilities are next to second to none. They're brilliant. They're excellent. I, you have to applaud them for that. They do yeah. look after the Hajj people very well. They do have the money uh, at the same time. And actually, that's another point. Uh, Arafat, it, it, like, you do climb the mountain. How, lo- how long does that take? If you're strong and fit, and if you're really fit, you may get there in an hour and a half. But if you are, um, you know, not that strong and fit, you can take you up to two and two, uh, two, two hours and above. And um, and it's quite steep, um, and it's very difficult for elderly people. You can slip and fall, so you will find a lot of the pilgrimage uh, pilgrims helping each other up that mountain and uh, looking after each other. Um, it's quite. It is. It, you know. It is a. It is. It is. Um, it is an intense moment. I suppose the way to look at it, Mount Kaif, is when you're climbing that mountain, and you're doing a lot of prayers for your sins to be forgiven. I, I remember when I was growing up, I was saying to God Almighty, "I look after climbing this. Please have mercy on me. You know, at least, at least forgive me." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's probably, it puts you in mind of yeah, yeah. Uh, making your peace, kind of at a, at a, yeah, exactly. At a, exactly. And, and like because you mentioned somebody there with their, her, you know, her her ninety odd year old father. I assume you see people of all ages doing this. Do you? Yeah. Yes. You. Yes. You have. Um, you have children up. To, children who come with their parents from the, the ages three above, and maybe seven, eight, nine. That's where the biggest problem is actually, because you have to really, really take care of your children. In during the pilgrimage, because if they get lost for a second, oh. you're, you're you're getting lost into a mass amount of tens of thousands of people, and uh, you know so uh, the, the 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 local authorities, the local police are constantly reminding people to keep take care of your children and know exactly your location, so that they try to find if a child goes missing, that they try to find the child as quickly as possible. But the good thing I have to say is every person that does the Hajj, if there's a missing child, that person will hold that child until 
they find a police officer and they will hand it over to a, that child over to a police officer. So normally, from what I understand, the child is found very quickly. Mm. But still, if our mother or father having to go through that, uh, it would be uh, quite a traumatic moment. Um, but but um, at least when I was there, I didn't I didn't come. I wasn't aware of any. Uh, child going missing. Yeah. Now you, you did mention the Kaaba before, and this is like a it's a, it's like a black cube. D- d- yes. d- d- w- w- does that signify something, or why is it a black cube? Well, it's it's only a black cube because well, there's a cloth put over it. It's an actual ah. stone building. There's a stone building, and they, they put a cloth over. It. And every year that cloth changes with all the verses of uh, of the Quran that's uh, written on it in gold, and. Um, it's 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 but when you bring it if you break it down to its bare minimum if if you took down the four walls of it it'd be the original stone which would have been at the time of Adam we believe and at the time of Abraham which we believe rebuilt the Kaaba and then obviously over years they they protected it by building four walls around it and uh, so that's really what it is it's it's the original what we believe to be the first place of worship to God Almighty and 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 that's what it's that's what that is what's within the four walls ah, and right. only very only very few people are lucky to get inside uh, the the actual uh, Kaaba itself um not everyone can go in there unfortunately yeah but people do try to touch it i believe as they're going around or yes, the cloth every, anyway. every everybody wants to touch it and that's that's another area where you can get into trouble if you're not careful because the volume of people trying to touch it at the same time, especially, again, the elderly. In my own case, uh, my father-in-law really was struggling and he wanted to get there. Um, and I went with him for his safety. And literally, I had my whole, my both my arms around him uh, to protect him from uh, being pushed over. But it came to a point where I said to my father-in-law, uh, I said, look, Abuji, this is this is getting dangerous now. It, it's, you know, it's not it's not worth trying to get any further because if you fall, um, anything can happen to you, so I had to convince him that you know maybe at another time uh, he'll have an opportunity. But yeah, yeah, it's it's quite a it's quite a struggle to get there. Yeah, I'd imagine so. And is it kind of you have to go this week? If somebody said, "Well, I'll go next week when the crowds aren't there," does that not count? You can go there if you're doing the the something which is called Umrah, which is the lesser pilgrimage, and the crowds are very less. And you can go any all year round. You can go at any time and to do the Umrah, but the Hajj has to be this week uh, during this week. And uh, so, yeah, you'll have to come at a time when there will be at least four to five million people always going there. Cracky, that's extraordinary. I- Ibrahim, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was Ibrahim Noonan there, the Imam of uh, the Galway Mask Mosque. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.